0: All right, this is Ranking of Cage Part 5, Racing with the Moon. I'm Colton Wallace, joined by Quinn Foster. Hey, guys. And Scott Kudron. Hello. So, uh, first things first, we'll start with the synopsis from Just Watch. Uh, In a small coastal California town, Henry and Nikki are pals from blue-collar families with only a short time before they ship off to World War II. Henry begins romancing new-to-town Caddy Winger, believing her to be wealthy mischievous and irresponsible, Nikki gets into trouble, which forces the other two to become involved, testing in the relationship as well as the friendship between the boys. Um, and this movie was released in 1984. Um, so I'll walk through the movie now. So we have Henry, who's played by Sean Penn, Nikki played by Nicholas Cage, Caddy uh, Winger played by Elizabeth McGovern. And so... Uh, Henry and Nikki are about to be 18 and sent off into World War II, and they work in a bowling alley, and it kind of opens with them, like, it it shows that they're dealing with this idea of being sent off to war. Um, And then they're out, and you see Henry trying to get the attention of this girl who works as the movie theater attendant. Um, This is Caddy. Uh, And eventually he figures out she lives in a mansion and then he kind of assumes she's rich. So um, he then finds her again where he's walking around and Caddy sees him. And then um, she waves him over and gets him to go on like a double date with one of her friends. Um, So they go out on a double date and Henry's very socially awkward throughout most of this. um, But, but he does talk to uh, caddy when he's out and they continue to kind of evolve their relationship. And the movie focuses a lot on these different scenes while they're kind of getting to know each other. And um, like he takes her to some weird abandoned building where he shows off his piano skills. Um, they discuss the fears of going to war Um, And it culminates in this scene where they strip and go swimming in a standard looking lake and then have sex on the shoreline. Um, And then in our Nikki storyline, Nikki's girlfriend, Sally, is pregnant and he's trying to get money to pay for the abortion. Um, He asks Henry for help with getting this money together uh, while hanging out and drinking. Um, He then has a freak out about freedom in the American Eagle and tries to get a tattoo on his chest um, while they're out drinking. And he he hasn't figured out how to get the money at this point. Um, then we we go back to Caddy is with uh, Hen- Henry and um, she's trying on some fancy blue shoes, but she doesn't purchase them. Which kind of is like a then Henry talks asks her like why didn't she buy them? And they get into a discussion about her money. And Henry asks her for help paying for the getting money for Nikki to pay for the abortion. And then we figure he, he figures out that she's not actually rich because her mom works at the mansion as a maid. So she's not actually part of this rich family. Um, so following this, Henry agrees to try and help Nikki. And the way they do this, they talk about how they've done it before, is they try to hustle these Navy guys at a pool game. And of course they lose the pool game in the end. And then they, they run away without paying up because they didn't actually have the money they bet. Um, and then after this, uh, Caddy doesn't have the money as we figured out her family's not rich, but she talks to the daughter of the rich family who she seems to have a friendship with from the couple scenes we see. And the daughter gets her the $150 and then, um, basically gets the money. And then Sally gets an abortion and then after this, Henry's angry at Nikki because he wasn't uh, not being there really for Sally when she had the abortion. And kind of he implies being a shitty boyfriend. Um, they eventually make up and become friends again. And then um, Caddy and Henry are in love and like, he's going to war. He kisses her before he leaves on the train to go to war. And then at the end, they don't get on the train, but they wait for it to leave. Then they run after the train and jump on it as it's driving away. And that's, that's, that's the end of the movie. That's racing with the moon.
1: We talk about how cheerful the ending, like the credits music is for two guys (laughs) going to world war (laughs) two.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so what do you guys think about this one?
2: That was all right. It was—I thought it was kind of cool, the way they kind of kind of did it. Um, obviously, it was an '80s movie set in what 42. 1942. 42. Yep. 1942. So, I haven't seen too many movies kind of set in that time period, and then especially since it's made in, you know, in the '80s. It, you know it I feel like it gives a more true like setting I guess yeah. It's kind of closer versus you know if somebody were trying to make a World War Two video or yeah it's true I guess movie it's like right now
0: almost 40 years
2: right later <laughs> um versus like you know 80 years but I you know Nicholas Cage definitely played a Nicolas Cage character in this movie. Right. Yeah. Loud oh. and drunk and outspoken. So I think he's the perfect person for the role again.
0: Yeah, almost like his attitude in Valley Girl.
2: Right. Kind of a... Yeah. Doesn't give a shit about anything. Drinks all the time. Is, you know, kind of carefree, obviously, until he gets his girl pregnant. And
0: Right. Even and after, he, though, he's kind of uh, carefree and
2: Right. He's like he's accepted his fate, essentially, right? right. Going off to war.
0: Um, yeah, and I, I think a lot of the movie kind of revolves around that idea of going off to war, right? Like, that's that's the, the, the background underlying thing, I feel like, in all the situations for describing kind of the way a lot of the people are acting has to do with the war and the fact that they're going off to war, right? Like, a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff is kind of it's all in the orbit of that, that they're going off to war.
2: Right. And you kind of saw that with when Caddy took um, took him into the, the medical ward at the hospital. Mm. Or right. The army ward or the military ward. And he kind of talks to the, the one dude with his arm or his leg chopped off or blown off or whatever happened to him. And he gets upset at Caddy for you know taking him there. Cause he thought that caddy was like trying to teach him a lesson about, you know, joking about being right at all. And so, right.
0: um, I, I felt like it did a pretty good job of like bringing up that world war two related stuff without, without like just straight up saying it right to you with a line of dialogue. Um, I felt like it did an okay job of like kind of bringing the war stuff up more naturally as opposed to, like outright forcing it into dialogue lines.
2: I definitely agree with that. I think they presented it in a very stomach stomachable way, I guess. Not as harsh as, you know, you you could have done it, I guess, but because because it's such a main theme, I think that, you know, it did it, it did it very well.
0: Mhm. So, uh $150 was the money Uh, Nikki was trying to get for the abortion. And I I was trying, I'm thinking like, I wonder what that, you know, would amount to now. And according to an inflation calculator that I found on the internet, it says that $150 in 1942 would be equivalent to $2,700 in 2022. So quite a large sum of money, if we're to believe that.
2: Sounds about right, though. That's a lot of money. Yeah, right. (laughs) I remember they were talking like they were sitting outside the the trailer or whatever and they're like, Oh, it's not a bad gig. Hundred fifty dollars for like an hour of work or something like that, probably. Right, right. It's like Ooh. kinda grotesque.
0: Yeah. Um, Kudra, what do you think about this? You can tell by his face he hates it.
1: I oh, okay, that hates, <laughs> that hates a strong word. I don't know. I mean, this movie, it took this movie took me two sittings to go to sit to finally finish, just because the movie just. I mean, there are times I just kind of felt bored. Oh my gosh, uh, right. I, I and you know what, one of the things I did remember, like you know, going back to the movie girl, like the, the girl in the uh the movie. You know, Valley girl. The and such. Wait, I oh, I don't remember. Caddy,
0: caddy, caddy. Yeah, yeah.
1: I you know it's like and then you know Sean Penn's character you know, he's clearly fix it. Like was stalking just something they, Oh dude, I know.
0: I feel like so many movies that like take place in like the eighties or earlier. There's, there's so (laughs) much like weird, like stuff like that, that happens. But yeah, like where he jumps on the bus and just like follows her up to her house. Yeah, That's so
1: creepy. Yeah.
0: Super. I a hundred percent.
1: But I, you know, at the very least, the one thing I will appreciate about this, like, if you're going to do this creepy thing, I can at least appreciate the fact that it's played for drama and the fact that it leads to this massive understand misunderstanding.
0: Yeah. I guess that was, that was the way they chose to show that misunderstanding. Right. And I, Mm -hmm. you have to think what maybe, yeah, there's no way
1: around it. It was weird. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, just a few of the other things that kind of stood out. It's like, I, I was curious because there was the one scene, you know, going back, you're talking about the World War II where they were almost doing the, uh, like, almost like World War II drills. Like, those was, like, the one scene that the, they're at the school. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah.
0: They were doing, like, a, a practice, I think, for, like, the nurses maybe. Like, they were, like, because the nurses were practicing to pick up injured soldiers. Yep. And then they change the music and play some 1940s song. I assume.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of wondering. Like, I, I really wonder if that was a thing. I I, I guess I had no reason to assume it wasn't, but right. I it's kind of kind of depressing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think that's what this movie's trying to get to, though. Is kind of like the feeling of somebody who's 17, 18 that's about to be sent off to the war, and it, it's like. And, and that's why I think it does a good job of showing that because it doesn't just like outright say it to you. But if, if you mm-hmm. watch it in the context of these are two 17-year-olds who are about to literally be shipped off to a war and and World War Two, well, like it, I, I think that's kind of the, the drive of what the whole movie's trying to explain.
1: Well, I mean, it kind of does, though, because I mean, it's I mean, the, it's the characters are asked several times like what are they shipping out and they're like you know oh I'm we'll shipping out in like six days or etc yeah but uh yeah i I mean I don't know I I guess I don't really have any super strong feelings toward this movie personally uh I mean the romance I, <laughs> I, I mean I, it's, it's movie romance I guess
0: yeah yes. it's it's a little weird and awkward and I don't I don't know if that's like them trying to capture a 1942 scene. I, I don't know a lot about 1942 to be honest. So maybe yeah. there's some, but I that their their like romantic interactions did feel like weird to watch. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, I'm not the only one who felt that way. What
0: what did what did you think about the lake? Because they talked up the lake like it was this really cool place, and I'm like, that looks like a mildly shitty lake. I don't think I'd want. I mean.
2: <laughs> i think they're confined to such a small area that you can find something that's away from everybody else it's kind of like right a nice thing to, to have yeah i don't know yeah well, i mean it, it wasn't a nice lake it was brown water i mean it was kind of serene because it was you know away from everybody but other than that
1: yeah. You, you know, the one thing I will say, thinking about that scene, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really put two and two together until now when I was thinking about it, because um, Nicolas Cage's character, like, you know, I think it was, forget the order of the scenes, if it was earlier or later, well, you know, like, when they're drunk walking down the uh, train tracks, and, like, you know, Cage is pissed at Sean Penn, because it's like, you know, hey, you know, because he after he confessed that he got the girl, you know, he got uh, his girlfriend pregnant. Yeah. And, you know, he's, and, you know, Sean Penn's all exasperated. It's like, you're no different than I am. You've just been lucky. Yeah. And, you know, that right there, when they're in the lake, you know, they have sex. And yeah. I'm, I mean, I'd be very surprised if they had any form of protection. <laughs> That's with true. That's
0: just gonna true. Throw that out there. <laughs> Think about that. Um. Did I, do you guys understand what the deal with the train thing was? Cause it's on the cover of the movie, and they do it earlier in the movie, and then they do it at the end too. And I, I do not understand what the idea of like the chasing the train and jumping on it is. That did something just completely. I don't know. It's probably some
2: like metaphor or something like that for the war or like their lives. I don't know. I'm not good at those types of things. Yeah. So that reading into the symbolism (laughs) of things. (laughs) Um.
1: Let's talk about game that they had been playing throughout, like, their childhood, like, train racing. Cause, oh, okay. C- so, because he explains it to, um, Sean Penn, uh, the, I, I don't remember any of the character names in Henry. Ones. And uh, Henry ends up explaining it to Caddy, where, like, you know, they're talking about how, uh, you know, you gotta run, you know, you run with the, uh, run up to the train, you gotta grab it, you gotta, but you gotta be careful, mm-hmm. because, like, you know, you can get sucked under. Right, and, you
0: know, effectively die. Yeah. Uh, PSA for like anyone that's watching that movie where they jump on trains. It is highly dangerous to try and jump on trains like that. Don't yeah, ever try to try. do that. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, let's talk about 1942 isms. Just uh, weird stuff that is in this movie. That's like of a time. Um, like in the opening scene where. The bowling alley and they let they're manually back there resetting the pins. I love (laughs) the bowling alley.
2: That is so awesome that they're resetting the pins and then they throw the balls back. I I thought that was so cool.
0: Oh man. Um and then uh like when they're working, like the the clothing they work in, it's like full on dress pants and like a, a button up shirt, which I it just seems so weird to think about like doing like a bunch of physical labor in like dress pants now. Right.
2: Cigarettes all the time. Yes. Mm. Well and
0: then he smokes a cigarette and throws it on the gym floor. Like it's just that's just what you do. Um, and then where uh the part it's with uh Caddy and uh Henry when it's showing like their love montage where they're like and laying down in the middle of a road. Like that I
1: don't you don't do that. Like that that Oh was yeah, that, that was I think that goes again like that. Well, some of those scenes were just really weird.
0: I think, but maybe in 1942, that could have been a thing because, like, there was a problem. That was earlier than 1942, but, like, in the late 20s and 1930s, there was a problem of people getting hit by cars because they didn't understand, like, the idea. Like, they would just walk and get hit by cars. People were getting hit by cars all the time when cars were first, like, becoming a prevalent thing everywhere because there just was no concept of it before. So there were a ton... There, there was. Um, I don't remember if it was some traffic, some administration. I think was like working on ways to get people to pay attention to the cars and not get hit by them. I can't remember. I think it was a podcast I listened to, but um, yeah, it, it was really interesting. So, I, I, I do think maybe people just had less like understanding and fear of laying in the middle of a road. Um, but I think that might have been prior to. <laughs> Uh, 1942. Um, yeah. So that, and then at the end of the movie, when Caddy gives him a wallet picture, that was cute. A cute little World War II 1942 1942ism. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, do people still carry around wallet uh, wallet pictures of loved
2: ones? I think so. Okay, I, maybe people still. Or do they put out. them in their hat. a lot of people like put them in their put like, them in the their space. hat. They put them in the brim of their hat. Yeah.
1: Wow, maybe older individuals do, but I feel like nowadays it's like I feel like if if you have pictures of loved ones, you just look at them this on your
0: phone, phone. I got yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like our generation has passed like physical photographs, but maybe I may be wrong.
0: Yeah. So, um, are we ready to rank this? or You guys got any more thoughts on this one?
2: I'm ready to go. I think. I think
0: All it's right. a sad movie. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, yeah. I I liked uh overall I think I liked it. I kind of liked the way it was presenting its message. Um like you said Kudrow, it did it was a little boring through some of it I think. I think some of it could have been a little shorter maybe. Some of the like um, plot points were kind of dragged out a bit. Um, I found some of it entertaining though some of the period piece aspects were interesting, like some of the 1942 things. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's message about like, like these young men being sent off to war and kind of their whole experience leading up to that was an interesting um, concept. But Yeah.
2: I think the, also the setting for it, I just feel like I, I don't think I've seen very many movies with the setting of California, Mm -hmm. especially in this time period. Right. I feel like more like war movies, I'd be like, oh, the Midwest or like, mm -hmm. I don't know, the East coast or like in a city or something like that, rather than like rural California.
0: Well, and also a lot of the war movies are focused on like the war and scenes Mm -hmm. like in the battlefield, right? right? Where this is like the before that in kind of the pre shipment phase. Mm hmm. Um, So I, I guess for me Like I thought it was pretty good I think I would give This Movie I'm torn between a B And Somewhere between C and B And I think maybe where I land Then for me personally is a C plus Cause I, I It's It's like an interesting movie to watch But it can be a little boring So I don't know if it's quite deserving of being a B. I I think I would give it, I think I'd give it a C plus for my personal ranking.
2: I think that's a good ranking. I think as far as I'm concerned, a C plus is a a solid ranking like Kudrow. And you had said the slowness kind of gets you a little bit and Mm -hmm. which can kind of make you not want to focus on the movie as much. But
0: (laughs) If, if you had cut, if I could go in and like cut out like, 20 minutes of content i think maybe this is like a b <laughs> but yeah right a c plus for sure for me
2: and i don't know it was definitely interesting to to watch at some at most of the parts i think um and nicholas cage did a you know a good job so i think that deserves some recognition as well so but yeah c plus for me
1: Beginning to wonder if we need to have like separate rankings where it's like, you know, not do we rank the movie itself, but then we rank the Nicolas Cage performance separately.
0: Kudrow just wants to trash this movie. I've been mean, he's been waiting
1: <laughs> to like just really bomb
0: this one. He's
1: I, I mean, I guess I'm gonna be I guess I'm sorry to disappoint you, but <laughs> I I mean, like, I as I don't really have any strong feelings. Positive or negative about this movie? I, as I said, like, I, I thought some of the things were a little weird. I'm very glad the uh, stalking is love trope is on its way out as a storytelling thing. I don't know. I could I could swing between either. I could swing between C or D plus, um, but. I'm going to, uh, I mean, I feel like this conversation's actually made me appreciate maybe some things I didn't, uh, I wasn't really appreciating on the actual viewing. So I'll, I'll say C. All
0: right. Kudro is at oh. a C. I
2: think that's right. the most consistent.
0: <laughs> I think yeah. Valley Girl.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that is the most consistent. All right. So we got our overall ranking of Cage list here. So we were all at C. Um, so. I mean, or do we go? Is this in the seats <laughs> here? And I then think so. I think th- I would say this is probably above leaving Las Vegas. What do you guys feel?
2: I totally agree with that. That is.
0: Are you guys both didn't like leaving. No, question. <laughs> no I, right.
1: I actually disagree with that. I think oh, leaving oh, Las Vegas is
0: higher. Than that. Oh, oh, oh. All right. All right. We can't. Uh, I, I'm torn. I, there's things I like about leaving Las Vegas, but I. I know. Las Vegas to...
2: is an F for me. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, Quinn hated that movie. I liked it. I cuz I gave it a B. So All
0: right. So I'm torn between the two. So if Josh is whenever Josh is back probably next week, we'll see what he feels about the movement there. We'll leave it in the, both in the C tier for now though. So uh Racing with the Moon is a C, and if you would like to see the full ranking, you can see it on our website srankmedia.com. Um, yeah, and that is ranking of cage part five.